begin today with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, you are a God who gives. You have given us all good things in this creation, Lord, especially your Son, Jesus Christ, who forgives us and who strengthens us in our faith. We pray this day, Lord, that you would grant us your Holy Spirit, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts would be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I hope you've noticed this, we're going to be talking about something called rooted and growing around here. I don't know if we've emphasized that enough uh, at this point, but we are getting into this stewardship uh, campaign, this whole series we're going to be working through uh, for the next roughly seven or, or, or eight weeks around here. And what we're going to do is focus in on what it means to be rooted and growing in the word and work of God here at Community Lutheran Church. Now, we have a theme verse for this campaign that's going to be up on the screen right now if we could put it up there. And here's what I want to do. We're going to read this together before every sermon. And I want to encourage you to take this verse home and memorize it. Uh, Colossians 2, 6, and 7. Meditate on this word. Think about this word. And let it kind of be a guiding word from the Lord uh, throughout these next number of weeks. But let's go ahead and read this together today. Therefore... As you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Again, this is sort of the guiding verse for us uh, throughout this series. Uh, and what we're going to be doing uh, throughout this series is we're going to talk about stewardship, talk about the Word and the work of God. Uh, but today, before we even get into all of that, I also want us to know why we have to do this. Why are we going through this campaign at this time? And that's going to be on the next slide here. I'm going to read this one for you. This is our case statement for this series, just to help you understand where we're coming from. This is kind of the why behind Rooted and Growing. This is what it says. For 30 years, Community Lutheran Church has been rooted in God's Word, serving the communities in Escondido and San Marcos. As we rejoice in the blessings God has granted to our church to help us grow as a family, and knowing that God is continuing His work through our congregation, it is time for us to come together and to raise money to help pay off our mortgage. This campaign will enable us to remain rooted in our communities while doing the work of the ministry through which God will help us grow. The idea here is that we are a congregation that is rooted and growing. And now, to be sure, to think about uh, this ministry that we have been called to here, we do have to talk about and think about our mortgage. This is, this is like not the most fun thing to talk about from the pulpit, but you know what? This is what we have. And this is what the Lord has called us to do. And so we need to talk about paying this off. I pray and I hope that you have looked through the frequently asked questions uh, that we have sent out, that you are familiar uh, with the situation we are in and what our debt looks like. Uh, and that you are prayerfully considering how it is you are going to be able to help us uh, at this time. But this also affords us another opportunity. We can go to the next slide and go back to the sermon slide. This, this affords us another opportunity, I think, to think a little bit more deeply about what it means to be Community Lutheran Church. What does it mean to be CLC, both here in Escondido and in San Marcos? What does it mean to be a part of this church? What does it mean to be rooted here? What does it mean to be growing here? And so we're going to be asking a number of questions throughout this series, rooted and growing kind of questions. Uh, for the next three weeks, I may have mentioned this already, I don't really remember what I say, uh, but I may have mentioned this, but we are going to be doing the next three weeks focused on rooted in God's word and work. And then after that, we're going to talk about what it means to grow 
in light of what God has done for us. So that's what we'll be focusing on today. So we'll be looking at questions kind of like this. Who are we as Community Lutheran Church? That's a rooted kind of question. Why does the Lord have us here? It's a growing kind of question. What are the gifts that God has already placed into our hands? Rooted question. How are we to be good stewards of the gifts God has given to us? That's a growing question. And as important as these questions are, and they will be guiding a lot of our conversation, we also have to understand that they are secondary questions. They're secondary questions because the focus of those questions is on us. It's on the church. And really, the church, when we're doing our job, the church in general, and especially us here at Community Lutheran Church, we're really, when we're doing our job, we're not focusing so much on us, but we're focusing on God. The primary question we want to ask ourselves is always, who is God? And what is He doing for us? What is He doing with us? You see, as Christians, we are defined not so much by who we are and what we do, but we are defined by the God who has saved us, who has created us, who has redeemed us, and His work in our lives. We're going to talk about being rooted in something, as we will today. We're going to be talking about being rooted in that God and His work and what He has to say. See, in order to be rooted in something, think about it like with, with trees. Trees need to be rooted in good soil. Good, rich soil will cause those trees to grow, will cause those trees to produce fruit. The better the soil, the stronger and the deeper the roots. As a church... We are like a tree that is rooted in the soil of God's Word, in the soil of God's work, His commands and His promises and the things He has done for us throughout the history of the church. We are rooted, we are growing, with deep, strong roots. See, we need to understand something, that CLC it didn't just fall out of the sky one day. It has a history, it has a past. God has done a lot of work in this place. And the work that God does makes us into a strong congregation. I'm reminded of that wonderful little poem from The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien when he says this, All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. The world is changing constantly. But at CLC, we have deep roots so that we are not reached by the frost. We have deep roots that if you just walk around outside and you look at the bricks on the ground, you can see the work that God has done in this congregation. Lists of, of confirmations, of baptisms, of marriages, of all of these wonderful things that God has done in this place and He is doing in San Marcos. You need to understand that those things happen because we are rooted in something even deeper. DLC is rooted not just in the work we've done, say, in San Marcos in the last 10 years. Our roots grow deeper. They go back 33 years to when Pastor Katurikit started this congregation. But our roots grow even deeper than that. We're part of something called the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, or if you ever hear it mentioned anywhere else, Synod. That's not correct. It's, it's Synod. Uh, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We're a congregation that has come from people who back in the 19th century had to flee from Germany because in Germany they were imposing something called the Prussian Union, which forced congregations to worship in a particular way and to compromise their beliefs. So a number of Germans immigrated to the United States and set up shop in Missouri. 
And that's where we started the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We come from that. But our roots grow even deeper than that. We look back, say, to the 16th century. After all, we are a church of the Lutheran Reformation. We come from people who had to stand against a powerful and mighty institution that, again, was trying to force the church to not preach the word, that was trying to silence the preaching of Jesus Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sinners. And so uh, people like Martin Luther and, and the Wittenberg theologians, they stood up and they opposed anything that tried to silence the word of God. They fought to have the word of God preached. We come from that. But our roots grow even deeper. They go back all the way to the time of Jesus Christ and the apostles. When Jesus, after rising from the dead, sent his apostles out to establish his church, he sent the disciples forth saying, go and baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teach them the world to believe everything that I have commanded you, to believe everything I have said to you, and I am with you always to the end of the age. We exist as a congregation here because of what the apostles did. We exist as a congregation because Jesus Christ's promise to always be with us. But our roots grow deeper. They go all the way back to the Word and the work of God, all the way back after the fall into sin. When God made a promise to Adam and Eve and He placed a curse on the serpent, you remember that Satan who came along and, and tempted Adam and Eve away from God and brought us all into sin. God made a prompt on that day when he told the serpent that he would send a Messiah, a Savior, who would crush the serpent's head. Though the serpent would strike him on the heel, the serpent's head would be crushed. And what God meant by that was he was going to send a Savior who would take away all of our sins and would bring us back to life because sin had brought with it death and you see god never created us to die he created us to live with him in, for all of eternity and we know that because our roots grow even deeper all the way back to creation where we read that god made man and woman in his image to tend to his creation to cause this world to flourish and grow we are rooted we are growing we are rooted in a deep rich history of the word and work of god this is who we come from you see. god the father son and holy spirit working in creation working in redemption working in using us and setting us apart for his work in this world we are rooted in this god who gives us all these good things and so today that's where we're going to go we're going to start at the beginning back in Genesis 1, where we see why God has created us and what he has created us for and what it means to be his beloved creature, to be rooted in his word. Genesis 1, uh, as we heard this morning, uh, we have the creation narrative there, where we see God making all things by his word. And it's a wonderful account if you really want to have a good understanding of who you are, you need to understand where you come from. And the way we think about our origins in this world is very significant. If you think about it, if you live in a world where you believe you are nothing more than primordial ooze that came forth from some uh, random explosion uh, before time can even be counted, what are you going to think about your life? There's no meaning. There's no purpose. It just kind of exists. And I get to define everything for myself very problematic but what happens if you believe this you come from a god 
who by design ordered and created all things, who by his word said, let there be light and let there be darkness. And he separated those things. And then he took the water and he separated it from the land. And then on the land, he caused vegetation to grow and he created a home. Then to fill that home, he, he creates uh, the sun and the moon and the stars to fill the sky, to give us seasons and times. Then to fill the skies, he creates birds. To fill the waters, he creates fish and the sea animals. Then to fill the land, he creates all of these beautiful and, and, and delightful creatures. And then to cap it all off, he creates the crown jewel of his creation. Humanity. You and I. We're not a cosmic accident. We're the chief thing God made. We're the crown jewel of his creation. And he creates us with intention, with purpose, with meaning. What does it mean to be a creature of God? Well, well, think about this. There's two things I want us to take away uh, from this reading in Genesis today that I think are helpful for us right now to think about what it means to be rooted in the work of God. The first is this. The first thing you need to know is that as God's creature, as the crown jewel of God's creation, you were created in his image. Listen to what Genesis 1 says. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. God created all of humanity in his image. Now, what does that actually mean? There's a lot of theological ink spilt trying to figure out what we mean by the image of God. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, you look like God. That if you look in a mirror, you're going to see what God looks like. It's not exactly what it means. I like that children's message today. It was very good. Uh, uh, to be in the image of God doesn't mean he looks like us. Like I heard one guy say one time, well, God is like 6'2 with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah, that is not right. Okay, it's not accurate uh, uh, in describing God. God is spirit. So it doesn't mean we look like him. So what does it mean to be his image bearer? If we want to get at this, you just have to go to the verse prior to the one we just read. And, and there's a lot that could be said here, but for our time here this morning, let's just focus in on this. This is what God said. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Be in the image of God is to have dominion over his creation. This is, this, again, this is wonderful what Rachel said today. It is to do the things that God would have us do, to reflect him to the creation around us. To be image bearers of God means we are God's representatives over the creation. So if God is Lord of heaven and earth, to be the image bearers of the Lord is to be his vice regent. And so we are to care for one another and we're going to care for the creation by receiving his gifts and then sharing what we have with those who are around us. To tend to the things we have in this creation. We are to care for this place the way that God wants this place to be cared for. Our work is to reflect his work. Which then, of course, begs the question, what does God do? Because we are creatures. We can't actually be creators. God alone is the creator. So as his representatives, what is it that we are supposed to do? This is what it says. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food and every beast of the earth and every bird of the heavens and everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given 
every green plant for food. What is God doing when he's creating? He's giving. To create is for God to give. Which is really unique if you start to study the way God's work throughout the history of the world. When you begin to study the way we sort of conduct ourselves in this world, we all tend to be takers. The God, the understanding of the gods in the ancient world was that they were takers. But the one true God is a giver because he doesn't need anything from us. He has everything. He made everything. And so then he gives to us everything in creation as a gift. So we receive this gift by faith with thanksgiving, rejoicing over what God has placed in our hands, but now we receive those gifts, and then bearing God's image, we share those gifts with everyone around us. We give what we have received. To bear the image of God is to be givers, good stewards of the gifts, sharing with others what God has placed into our hands. Think about how this works with our salvation, right? Jesus comes, and what does he see? That though we are created in the image of God, we have broken that image. We have destroyed that image through our sinfulness. We have rejected being his representatives in the creation by rebelling against him. But God, in his mercy, doesn't cease to give even when we sin. And so God gave his only son into the world. He might die for our sins and rise again for our salvation and give to us forgiveness give to us eternal life and you realize that that's why i'm here today is to stand before you and to steward these gifts to you to take what we have received this forgiveness of sins and proclaim it to you to announce it to you to let you know that your sins are forgiven because jesus christ has died for you now you have just now received that gift and what are you to do with it rejoice in it give thanks to god for it and then tell others to go share that gift with those who are around you, to tell them the good news that Christ has come to forgive them for all of their sin. Now, this is obviously true for us spiritually, and we talk about it all the time here, but this is also true for us with our material blessing. Remember what we learn in, in uh, the small catechism, that everything we have in this life is a gift from God. God has given you your body and your soul, your eyes and your ears, your reason and senses, clothing, shoes, food, drink, house, home, family, property, work, and a church building where we gather to receive the blessings and the gifts of God and the fellowship of the same. You are given this all by the creative grace of God. And now you are to receive those gifts and thanks and to share them with those who need to be blessed by them, to tend to them, to steward them. This is true, even as I just mentioned, of the buildings that we have received here at CLC. Our church here in Escondido, our church in San Marcos, these are, these are places that have been given to us by God as a gift to gather and commune with one another, with the God of creation. We have been given these gifts, and so therefore we are to tend to them, to take care of them, so that they last, so that they are here as a place to, to bring others in that they too might hear the word of God. That this is a place where they know they will hear and they will learn and they will be cared for by this congregation. A place where you and I gather to care for one another. But we also need to tend to this place so that it lasts for generations that are to come. So that we know Community Lutheran Church in Escondido and San Marcos will always be a beacon of light in a very dark world. 
To be rooted in the creative work of God is to be rooted in the work of a God who gives. To bear his image, then, is to give to others and to be faithful stewards of the gifts that we have received from him. And in all of this, as always, we just need to look at Jesus. Jesus, who had all the treasures of heaven. Jesus, who was the Lord of heaven and earth. All creation is under his control and in his grasp. Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Who came to give his life for you. For the forgiveness of all of your sins. Who came to give his life to save you. Now, thank God that in this gift of a church, he's coming to you again today in his word, and in the sacrament when you eat his body and drink his blood for the forgiveness of your sin. So that once again you know that your God, you forgiven image bearers, loves you and loves to give you all good gifts. Amen. We pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your faithfulness to us. That you are a God who doesn't ever stop giving. You delight to give to your creatures. Lord, help us to delight in receiving your gifts and make us faithful steward of the things, stewards of the things you have placed in our hands that we might share them faithfully. And let your will be done for us in Jesus' name. Amen.